Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, it is another week. We have survived. We are here live, GDP Radio Live, right here at GDPRadio.com. My name is Mike Mullins. I am broadcasting live from the GDP Radio Megaplex, where I just got back from dinner, sitting outside with my mom who came down to visit, my wife, Katie, and the allergies are so bad that I feel like I'm underwater right now. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm waiting for the show. I'm waiting all day for the show to start because the one thing we do here at GDPY is whenever I get with a crew of people that I talk to on this show, it brings the energy up. It resurrects me from the dead. And uh, I'm excited for an awesome show here tonight. We've got uh, a lot of uh, amazing things to talk about. And uh, we'll clue you in on our guest. I'm sure you guys already know uh, uh, real quick. Uh, but I'm going to introduce my co-host first. Uh, she's up there in Canada where they apparently only have 64 weeks left of winter. So without any further ado, <laughs> my co-host, the one, the only, Crystal Stewart, how are you? I'm surviving winter, apparently. <laughs> I'm good, thank you. How are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm one. I bet Game of Thrones didn't even make any sense up there. Winter is coming. I didn't know it never left. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, exactly. It never did leave. Yep. Nope. All right. It well, doesn't go away. Well, <laughs> well uh, I, luckily, things are going to be heating up here on GDP Radio Live. How's that for a segue? Um, That's of pretty course, cool. you guys know we have uh, every quarter, every season, we mark it with a very special appearance uh, by uh, our our favorite recurring guests here at DDP Radio. Of course, we have a guest, and then we have a former co-host, because you guys know Stacey Morris always comes back and checks in with us, because i I got to tell you, the, the, uh, the, the uh, what's the word, the, uh, I can't think of the word I'm looking for, the chemistry between Nancy and Stacey, and they talk the same language, and you know, they are so knowledgeable and hearing them talk. It's one of those shows that you can just sit back and relax and just absorb all the information because it's eavesdropping on a conversation between them. And in by, you know, in product, you can just listen to the show and just, you know, absorb everything they're talking about. They got so many good remedies and and, and information and, and helpful hints and tips. And we are lucky to have them here with us again tonight. First things first, I'm going to bring on our, Former co-host here at GDP Radio, our always co-host, because she can come back anytime she wants. She's one of my favorite people <laughs> in the world. The one and only from StacyMorris.com, uh, Clean Comfort. You know all of her awesome stuff. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. But the one and only Stacy Morris, welcome back. Thank you so much. It's so great to be back with you, Mike and Crystal. And I hope you're both having a wonderful spring. Uh, <laughs> It's we're, still we're snowing here. Making the best of it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Christy Crystal just gave, I could just sense the dirty look when you said spring. <laughs> just right? blaring from the phone. <laughs> what the heck is um, that? And, and of course, uh, you know, I could list all of her accomplishments and all of her credentials, but I only have an hour. So I'm just going to bring her on and tell you to go to nancygewerkley.com. Check out her stuff. Check out her Instagram, her social media you know, a wealth of information and such an amazing resource, and we're lucky to have her come and, and visit us again here at DDP Radio, the one that only uh, Nancy Gebert say hello. Hello. So glad to Hi, be back Nancy. with all of you. Uh, Hi, pleasure Nancy. as always. 
Hi. <laughs> well, I, I only had a couple minutes uh, before the show to kind of get briefed on the topics here tonight, but what we like to do here is we have a, a vague idea where things are going, but we always go off the rails because one topic leads to another, one topic leads to another, so you just sit back and take the conversation mm-hmm. where it goes. But uh, Stacy is such so good at, at communicating this kind of stuff better than I am. She's so you know good with the technical and all the latest trends and all that stuff. So what I like to do is I like to have Stacy kind of start the topics off and, and uh, you know turn the ignition and hop on the road, and then we'll just take this highway where it goes. So Stacy, let's get this uh, show on the road and let's get some knowledge, okay, inspiration, some motivation, yes. and all that fun stuff. All right, let's get started. So Nancy and I. We're, we're kicking around some topics earlier today, and we kind of decided that because it is spring or it will be spring, depending on where you live, <laughs> uh, it's a great time of year to really focus on allergies and, and things in the environment, uh, whether it's from nature, pollution, whatever, that could aggravate uh, your system, and also things in foods that can be aggravating. So we thought we'd touch on allergies and, and their triggers and some of the things you can do to alleviate uh, symptoms or maybe avoid them. And histamines, which is kind of like, I don't know if that's considered, is that an allergic reaction to, to something, Nancy, or is that an entirely different definition? You know, histamine definition? is really, to me, super fascinating because it's, been studied for over 120 years, but yet conventional practitioners, I don't believe, have a grasp on it. I just gave a presentation to practitioners, and I was really surprised at the, perhaps they don't touch upon it in the American Medical Association, but it actually is a chemical that has many functions in the body. Some of it we need as a neurotransmitter because it actually communicates to the brain. But when there's a super release of it, when we have a histamine reaction to something, then it could trigger release of stomach acid for digestion, it can release too much during that allergic reaction, which I think Mike was talking about where, you know, there's a lot of um, pollen and things, you know, when you see green all over the cars and everything. That's when you actually get an overload of histamine being released from what we call mast cells throughout your blood system. And you could get that from the environment with seasonal allergies, but you actually can get it from foods. And I think we touched upon this when um, going back and forth in notes where, like, you could um, get headaches and migraines from certain foods, and you may think you have a food intolerance, but you actually have a histamine intolerance from it flooding Mm -hmm. your blood system. And I will say this, a little caveat here, a little tip for everyone, because when I presented to the practitioners, they didn't even know this. And, and this is where I love coming on with Stacy, you know, at least four times a year, so you become your best health advocate. If you want to determine if your body is having issues with histamine um, foods, and we'll go over which ones are low histamine and which ones have a lot of histamines in them, then the next time you take a blood test, ask your lab to check your DAO, so it's DAO, enzyme activity level, because that is the enzyme responsible to break down histamines. If you are lacking that enzyme, you will notice that certain foods trigger illness. It could be migraines. It could be joint pain. It could mimic autoimmune disorders. It could you know, really mimic a variety of health issues that may be undiagnosed because it's your DAO enzyme activity level is mm. too low. And if, if you have that, uh, is there something, is there a supplement you can take or is it just best to avoid certain foods? 
Well, if your if your enzyme level is too low, you could actually take that particular enzyme. There are um, a few supplement companies that offer that enzyme, and then there's um, also an allergy spray that has histamine and serotonin in it to help you break down that food. So, you know, when we hear serotonin, we think of the neurotransmitter that makes us feel happy and it affects our mood and our memory and all of that. What we don't realize or what doesn't come to the forefront of our minds when we think of serotonin is it's 90 to 95% of it is manufactured in the gut. So it actually mm. helps with food intolerances. So that's that has histamine and serotonin is very beneficial to anyone who has problems that cannot, um, when the body can't break down the histamine from food because then it leaks through the intestinal lining and enters the blood system and then causes that immune response. So that's what we call um, a histamine intolerance. And it is sometimes very difficult to figure out what the source is. But medications can also cause it. Um, the very, very medication that one would go to over the counter, an aspirin or Excedrin, can actually cause it as well. Um, so there's a lot of factors that cause histamine intolerance. And I, what I see in my practice is it's just once a person has reached their fill, so it could be from seasonal allergies, perhaps a little pollen here. It could be ragweed. It could be that they're taking these over-the-counter medications. It could be that they're on hot medications, antibiotics, antidepressants, diuretics, muscle relaxing, um, so many different medications that also will add to this, as well as, and don't shoot the messenger, but alcohol um, <laughs> and if you're lacking B6, vitamin C, copper, or zinc will also cause problems. Oh, well, this is actually <laughs> really helpful. good news to me because, I'm, as you know, I'm a migraine sufferer, and I was very close. I would get them maybe once a month, and sometimes they would just, I'd be in bed for the entire day. And um, that's, you know, that's, that's a drag year after year. So it was very, very close to buckling and doing something, you know, along the lines of a prescription and, you know, pharmaceuticals. And then, because I, I read your book and I'm a member of your private Facebook group, which anyone who has the book can be a member, uh, we were talking about this one day in the forum and you listed some foods that can be aggravating. And unfortunately, every single one of them I really like <laughs> So I'm like, oh, my God, I love uh, potatoes. I love mushrooms, avocados. I rely on fermented foods, you know, for gut health and eggplant, tomatoes. So those are all the things that I, I ate pretty regularly. And with my history of disordered eating, I thought I cannot be too strict. I cannot be too black or white, but let's experiment. So I cut back on them, and my migraines, have all but disappeared. Amen. You know, I, I, I eat these in moderation, and I'm right. careful to eat only one at a time instead of eating all of them at once to see, you know, what aggravates me. Um, and it seems to be working, just avoiding some of these in, in large quantity, which is said, so much better than shooting myself with drugs because, you uh, know, you've heard of those shots that they get. Oh, they're just horrible. Oh, I, I used to take them. And but what you said I think it's was better golden. to go the natural way. What you just said was golden, and I, I don't want anyone to miss that. When you said you can eat them in moderation, but perhaps not all on the same day, that's crucial. That that's I can't mm -hmm. like when you said that. I was like, okay, that's a golden nugget. We need to really emphasize here. Because it's not where, okay, like when I, if I go through this foods to avoid, if you have histamine intolerance, you'll be like, oh, come on. Because half of them are healthy. But if you can have some amounts and balance your meals and perhaps not have them all in one day, and you saw that there was this pattern, 
that now you're not getting the migraines. Because if you took the medication, the histamine intolerance issue is still going on in your body, so the medication just takes away the pain, but it doesn't take away what's causing it, and it doesn't take mm-hmm. away the damage, what it's doing. So like you mentioned right here off the top, and I think I put this on the Facebook group, uh, fermented foods, the sauerkraut, vinegar, um, we have yogurts. Um, anything like pickles and mayonnaise and olives, any type of bacon, salami, pepperoni, lunch meats, hot dogs, um, sour cream, sour milk, buttermilk, and then dried fruits, apricots, prunes, dates, figs, raisins, citrus fruits, um, aged (laughs) cheese, including goat cheese, certain uh, walnuts, cashew, peanuts, vegetables, avocados, so healthy but too much, right? Eggplant, spinach, tomatoes, smoked fish, certain spices, and then alcohol, bananas, chocolate, cow's milk, nuts, papaya, pineapple, shellfish, strawberries, tomatoes, wheat germ, and anything artificial. So now if you hear that, you're like, are you kidding me? But if you just say, well, am I putting two, three, five of those together in one day, what was my tolerance level? No test will show you your tolerance, but you actually took the time to say, let me really um, dissect this. Yeah, because there's all, I think the answer always tends to lie in the middle of two extremes. And I, I just started looking at um, what I had been doing and how I could tinker with it. And one one thing I discovered, I think this is a big key for me, and avocados, because I love them. But I would tend to buy, you know how the supermarkets will push like four or five for $4 or whatever to get you to buy a lot? And I would. I'd buy five or ten at a time, and then they all tend to ripen at once. And I would, I would either let them get a little spoiled because I couldn't eat them all, you know, in a reasonable amount of time, or I'd eat too many at once. And I, now I just buy one or two, that's it, and I make sure I eat them when they're extremely fresh, you know, that they're not starting to brown and, and, and you know, discolor. Uh, and my, my wife's different. I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was, I'm sorry. I didn't I mean to cut you off. No, what were you going to say about your wife? Oh, I was going to say, my wife, Katie, she, um, she'll she buy five or six, like, avocados, and I said, do you want me to throw these away now or wait till they rot? <laughs> you know, because they're just, <laughs> you, we're at the store. <laughs> at the store, they seem like such a good idea, but then you realize, like, I'm not going to, I don't eat that many avocados. Right. Yeah, so, it, and making sure your food is fresh and not spoiled, it sounds like a no-brainer, but... Um, I think it's it's easy to get into that. Well, I don't want to waste it, you know, but it's better to throw something away than to, you know, possibly do harm to yourself. 100%. It's so painful. Yeah. It's so painful. Yeah. It causes inflammation throughout your entire body. And another thing, like you mentioned about histamine, is you really want to avoid eating ripened anything so when the avocado is so ripe and so that's not good because it raises the level too high so you know and perhaps they put four or five in a bag because they got to move them out because they know if they're not refrigerated and they're just on the shelf they do tend to um, go bad fast so that might be mm-hmm. um, a marketing aspect for them, but it's not good for you. You don't want foods to linger so much like um, after two days just if it's leftovers. You don't want to keep them because now things have also increased their levels. Um, so mm-hmm. I would just buy what, you know, again, food preparation, especially like if your wife is throwing them out, then it doesn't make sense to even buy that many. Just buy one. Mm-hmm. So they do increase, and, and headaches are horrible. I mean, I had so many people that really went this discovery process, because it's a process 
to narrow it down. And first you might go kicking and screaming because you don't want to get rid of those foods because you enjoy them. But then when you realize what your tolerance level is, that's so much better for you whatsoever. And the foods that are low in histamine, um, most fruits except the kiwis, plums, papaya, citrus, strawberries, bananas, and dried fruits. Everything else is good. And then Mm -hmm. for vegetables, most fresh vegetables except the avocado, tomato, spinach, and then anything fermented or canned, including the sauerkraut. And the grains, we have uh, low histamines are in rice, buckwheat, quinoa, millet, sorghum. And then high histamines are the wheat, barley, rye, spelt. And then um, plant milks are low. The high histamine milks are going to be any, I don't care if it's cow, sheep, goat, camel, you know, I've heard people drinking all these different animals. Um, That's high histamine. Um, butter mm-hmm. is high histamine. Low histamine is olive oil and coconut oil. And then proteins, if it's freshly cooked, you know, you always want to go organic or free range so they don't have antibiotics or growth hormones. Wild fish mm-hmm. is the best. Fresh herbs and then herbal teas and water. Um, and try not to do too much carbonated, but just pure water. So that would be well, so there, <laughs> there is a lot. There's a lot of um, low histamine foods that you can really make it work. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, so Nancy, these, could, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Can I just can I back you up there for one second? Um, yeah. Real quick, at the top of the the program, you talked about you talking to a, uh, a physician, a doctor who wasn't up on the study, or your client had said so he didn't know about it. I was thinking about this, and I'm sitting in, when I was listening. You know, obviously doctors, they work incredible hours. They, they're, you know, they do a lot of work. But once you finish that schooling, obviously you have CEUs, you have to keep up on things. But I figure there's a lot of new, you know, trends or technology or, or health uh, stuff that that can kind of pass by. And, and you talked about being your own health advocate and all this stuff. What do you recommend uh, somebody who's interested in doing this? Because you know how certain medical people can be like, oh, don't tell me how to do my job type of thing. If you're interested mm-hmm. in broaching a subject with a lot of, with a doctor or something, um, it, there's got to be a lot of stuff that, you know, uh, new medical stuff, science and trends that, you know, pass by them. What's the way to introduce things to you without sounding, uh, you know, a doctor without sounding like, oh, I looked this up, this up and this. They got a lot of... Right people who probably do that, but you also are inquisitive about, you know, your own health in a way that's productive. And that is such a great question, and I will say this for the people that I work with and the doctors that they're working with, they're either, you know, I I must say they have personalities. They're either open-minded or they're closed-minded. And if they're open-minded, you could say, listen, I'd like to test my DAO level, my enzyme activity, to check because I feel like I'm having issues with some histamine foods. You know, almost like that is if you're talking about this topic, right? So if they're closed-minded, they don't care because what I will give the information to the clients and say, here's the information – go into this conversation gently, and they will just say, you know, I mean, I've been doing this for how many years? I saw so many people, and, oh, I increase your statins by 50 grams. Why you're not feeling good has no coincidence to the increase of medication. Mm -hmm. Like, they will not listen to that some. So I think you have to really feel your um, practitioner out and really understand it's, you have to go in there not confrontational. You have to say, you don't want to say you, like, research this on the Internet because that turns them off terribly. But if you would go on, like, um, Medscape or find some journals on it or just say, I want to test this because. So if you give them, like, a, a solution and a cause, right? So I want to test this in my blood test because of this. Even testing vitamin D, some doctors will not do it because they don't still, to this day, see any logic in it. 
because they weren't taught that in the uh, in their school. And you're right, they don't do the research, and they usually are looking for, I hate to say it, but most doctors give medication, so that's that magic bullet. It's not more, they're not really talking about lifestyle as much. If they say avoid white foods, well, what does that mean? You know, um, they have to, if, if they give such uh, broad solutions, they may not be open. But I had a conversation with a um, child psychiatrist who had put one of my clients on um, antidepressants, and she's a preteen. And I was very surprised that we were able to have a very good conversation. And she admitted that she went from 25 to 40 milligrams of Zoloft for this preteen, and the child wasn't getting better. So she was happy the mom was looking at all of her neurotransmitter levels. So now she was from India. So I was like, wow, maybe it's because of that. (laughs) Because I've never really had a psychiatrist be open about exploring natural ways and then try you know, it, let's see how this works, because if it does, she actually wanted to then add that to her practice because she wasn't getting the results with the medication. So what is this, to answer your question is, you have to go in very non-judgmental, more like, hey, I really want to test this because I'm not feeling right about this. And if they shut you down, then you know you have to find another practitioner I had a woman in New York City had to go to three different practitioners before she found one that would run the test that I I just added 10 additional blood markers to a CBC, a regular complete blood count. And the lady said, I don't even know what these markers are. I wouldn't know how to interpret them. And then they kept, after the third time, she found someone who would run the blood work. So it's not it's not easy, but you can't just take anyone. Not even you know, not mine. No one's. Um, you have this is really to plant the seed for you to take the power of your health and your life and start to research. Like if you think, oh wow, when I eat avocados, I I get a headache. Wow, what is DAO? I've never heard of it. I you know maybe your doctor hasn't heard of it either. That's what I'm learning which I find fascinating. So you'd have to broach it. Sometimes it's better to go to the nurse practitioner to get the blood work done and ask them to add it. So that's something, the DAO is blood test only, or can you, is that detectable by the uh, organic acid testing that you do? Only blood and quest. Again, I, this earlier part of the week, I had on Monday given a presentation, and the pract- it was just for pra- practitioners, MDs, pediatricians, NDs, and they did not know how oh, to wow. test this. So, I, oh so they were like, oh, what lab? So, so now I'm actually having a forum in the, the summer to practitioners from this company to tell them, and I'm like, it's LabCorp and Quest. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> so this has been researched for a hundred, and I, I mean, I'm non-judgmental. I'm just astonished that this has yeah. been researched from Sir Henry Dale 120 years ago and the, in pharmaceutical, no less, and this is not something that's commonly even addressed. You know, so people coming in with headaches, and it's not just migraines. When you look at these conditions, so symptoms of histamine intolerance, headaches, migraines, nasal congestion, um, sinuses, sinus issues, asthma attacks, fatigue, hives, itchy, flush skin, red eyes, facial swelling, digestive issues, irregular menstrual cycle, nausea, vomiting, seasonal allergies, sneezing, shortness of breath, unexplained anxiety, gas or bloating, fatigue, dizziness, patchy, scaly skin, irregular, increased heart rate, and less common symptoms are low blood pressure, sleep issues, 
swelling around lips, eyes, and throat, tremors. Um, so now you're like, wow. So if anyone has had these symptoms and they haven't gone away, and it could very well be the histamine intolerance from foods, and those symptoms are also intertwined with leaky gut, genetics, estrogen, um, as well as adrenal system imbalance and stress. So uh, it sounds like, like a lot of... What? Oh, I'm sorry. Stacey, are you trying to get on the on the line? I'm getting a, a, a call that says it's from your number trying to buzz in here. No. I'm, I don't know. No, it must be somebody from my area code. Oh, okay. Well, wow. I was just making sure. Before. All right. <laughs> I just want to make here. sure that you weren't having a problem here. It was weird. <laughs> Um, but it sounds like some of these low-grade conditions, you know, like leaky gut, the, the histamine, um, adrenal uh, fatigue, even though it's stuff that really so many of us live with, clearly what, what the way you're describing is that over time it just literally can wear the body down. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and again, now we have gone through so many levels, right? So like I always say healing is like peeling away the onion, right? Mm -hmm. You think it's this that you're treating, but now you peel away. Like say, for instance, Stacey, for yourself, you think it's the migraines, and you stop peeling away, it very well could be this histamine intolerance because of the DAO enzyme activity level is too low. Now you have one or two choices at that point. You know now what you can and cannot eat in a given day, right? So you could have perhaps a half an avocado, but you couldn't have avocado, sauerkraut, this, that, all in one day. So now you know how to balance it and work it out. You don't need the enzyme, really, if if you know in moderation and when to eat the foods. That's great. But you have to be mindful, and this takes me back to the journal, which I always mention journaling mm-hmm. on a daily basis because yeah. you have to write down when did I wake up, you know, was I tired, what did I eat, what did I drink, what type of stress am I under, did I walk out in the environment that has pollen blown all over the place, like what factors besides the food and I think the the more we yeah. become, I know, the more we become mindful, the more we are aware of our body-mind integration because they are one. Yeah, and, and speaking of pollen, we did want to talk about spring allergies as well. And I know some people just get hit so hard, um, and it's very common to see the, a big surge in over-the-counter allergy medications, and uh, I would love to get your take on what can be done to to protect ourselves and maybe mitigate some of the symptoms in in a more natural way. Right. So there are certain things that one can do. Um, There's these enzymes that you can take before the pollen and that seasonal allergy happens, and um, you take them on an empty stomach so they help with removing all of the protein that causes the allergies. And it's from this company, I'm just looking at the bottle now, Enzymedica, and it's A-L-L-E-R-A-S-E. Obviously, if you're taking any of these, you always want to check with your medical practitioner, especially if you're on medications, that they don't interfere with one or the other. So that's something that you can have beforehand, um, as well as quercetin, because that can um, help moderate the histamine production and release. And then other things would be if it's um, in the ears, nose, throat area, if you can take herbs. Again, if you're on medication, some herbs do interfere, but there are several of them. There's nettle, there's um, uh, mullein, M-U-L-L-E-I-N, and you could get these in teas as well and there are um, there's a homeopathic company that they look at what part of the world you're living in so if you're on the east coast compared to the midwest 
west um, to the west coast, they create certain drops, and they have kids' ones that have no alcohol in them, and then because um, that's the preservative that homeopathic uses. Um, so that also can help. There are there's the allergy spray um, as well. There are so many different things that one can do, and staying hydrated, and then obviously, you know, not going out when it's the worst time. But if you are going to go out, you definitely want to take these natural remedies um, before you go out there, and and help the body remove those inflammatory um, reactions. And the quercetin does help nicely with that. Oh, I don't know if anybody's tried any of those. I, I haven't. I, I'm, I'm a, go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry, Stacey. No, I was just going to say, I'm really very interested in this because I have two kids that are up to their eyeballs and allergies. It hasn't been so horrible so far this year, but we're in lockdown again, so we can't go out. So... It's almost a blessing in disguise, but, yeah, we need help. Yeah, I would definitely try these. Um, I love the enzymes that you take it on an empty stomach, and it can definitely help. But with this, if you have really bad seasonal allergies, you want to hit it um, several different ways. So the the enzyme has something, um, it, it helps with the, uh, preventing the mucus formation and then the quercetin is going to help as well because that helps with the whole histamine release the homeopathic company that makes it per zone is a company um, spelled l-l-a-l-l-e-r-g-e-n-a dot com and um, right now I'm looking at the map. Which I just see the U.S. here. I wonder if they have anything with Canada as well. Um, right. But they may. You know, uh, we definitely look at, at least you could look at that map, and it will show you what these drops are for. Um, and I um, had little kids take them, and they were very beneficial. But they also do take, um, these little kids in mind, um, take quercetin, as well, um, the mullein comes in drops, and you could get those alcohol-free as well. And you could take a tea. Um, it's not sweet because it's an herb; it is bitter. But all of these things do help. And I'm then trying to write this all down. You could also do <laughs> there's um, nasal sprays like an X Lear. Um, you could do silver, a silver nasal spray um, as well. Um, all uh, colloidal silver. Yeah, I would do the nanoparticle one, but colloidal is very popular for it as well. Whatever you could get a hold of, because I mean, what I love about silver is that it's antimicrobial, antibacterial. It was really, really helpful during the pandemic mm-hmm. for um, mm-hmm. the people that I was treating. Uh, definitely, but there's so many great um, sinus and allergy rescue homeopathic remedies. And that's really what I use in addition to the enzymes. So I use these enzymes. I do the quercetin. I use the homeopathic allergy rescue because they really do help. Um, And then staying hydrated to get that moving along. And then the person um, leads me to believe that the individual would be low in B6 and vitamin C. So for vitamin C, most of them are made from genetically modified corn, and they could have glyphosate in it, and it's a cytotoxin, and it's not good. So I would go with the tapioca brand vitamin C ones. And so between all of those will definitely help. So we have gotten people off of um, the -the over-the-counter stuff. By using combination. I gotta gotta say, when uh, I lived up north uh, in New Hampshire, never had an allergy issue in my life. Like, I never had anything, not even medication or foods or anything. 
when I moved down here to North Carolina, the first two years I was here, I'm like, what is wrong with me? I feel like sick and, I'm, and I have no energy all the time, but I've never even thought to think allergies because I just never dealt with them. I had a best friend of mine who had seasonal allergies, and I always used to roll my eyes thinking, oh, cry, baby, you got the sniffles. You know, I never realized how debilitating mm-hmm. they can be. And I finally, after a while, my doctor was like, you know, you got, yeah, you got allergies down here because there's different stuff down here than up there. I could not believe how much it can just knock the knees out from underneath you. The energy wise and all this stuff, I, I completely underestimated it. So I have a new respect for people who deal with that because I just basically thought it was a case of the sniffles. Yeah, no, I mean, that and migraines are like, you know, both of those it could, you know, really hurt so bad. Um, herbal remedy seems to work really nice with, with all of this. Um, another herb is the butterbur, you know, so it's butter and then B-U-R, um, which really relieves seasonal allergy symptoms. Um, it acts similar to antihistamines. And then, you know, the quercetine. Is, is there any truth to the to the local honey rumor? The, the, the people say uh, when you get somewhere to take lo- to uh, have local honey, and it helps prevent uh, the allergies to the area. I didn't know if that was I anything mean, that's that was legitimate. Maybe they're saying, you know, like homeopathic is give like, you know, a little like to get your body's immune system to be able to fight it off. So maybe the logic there would be that you have that, the bees have pollinated from the local stuff, you know, and that's, carried on their bodies as well so it's it's sounds to me they're saying that to make it more like a homeopathic remedy um i mean it's it's worth a try my problem with a honey is if it's you know the honeybees are dying because if they're pollinating upon stuff that have been sprayed but it would be worth a try if you have really bad um, allergies, even if you had like a teaspoon of it, to see if there, the, that stands. Because it, it does make sense of giving some like to build up the immune system against it. And that's what, again, homeopathic does. So why not? I wouldn't have too much of it because <laughs> then it yeah. feed can't eat it, you know. Don't, don't have it for dinner. <laughs> No, right. like maybe oh, before COVID, I would say go someplace where they're giving samples out, you know. But I don't think anyone's doing that anymore. And another thing also is your probiotics. You definitely want to take for seasonal allergies because it can help stimulate the production of the immune-enhancing substances, um, and you know, so boost the immune system. So I would definitely have. Acidophilus and bifidus. I would not go into any other strands. I would not do the FOS um, because that feeds candida. And yeah, then you and know, along you have to the lines of <laughs> keep your uh, air pure and get rid of clutter. And I I would suggest because um, we're not you know we're still not in the dog days of summer, but um, like the the teas, which can be so cleansing, it might be a, a great time to have some warm, nourishing soups a few times, at least a few times a week for dinner or lunch, because they just tend to be cleansing and you know they help. They just help everything flow. I just I, I eat soup all year round, and I think if you're trying to stay healthier or fight off something, they can be really beneficial, especially when they're homemade and have a little bit of medicinal um, element to them. I love, love broth. I love all of that. It's so, it's so good for you. And, and when you have yeah. something hot, you know, it's going to help, you know, move things along. You have to definitely stay hydrated. So a combination of all of that is wonderful. And then if you are getting any blood work done, remember to get your D because, um, studies do suggest that vitamin D supplements may reduce inflammation and allergic reactions. And I do believe so many people, especially coming out of winter, are deficient in vitamin D. And it just looks like yeah. 
we are as a nation are very deficient indeed. So that's another um, thing you want to look at. I have a question about D now that you mentioned it. Um, what is the limit for so the reason why I'm asking is I went to an MS clinic and someone asked me how much vitamin D I'm taking and I pulled them and I said, why, how much are you taking? And they said they're taking 10,000 units a day. Isn't you know, that an awful lot? I got to tell you, I think that it sounds like a lot, like, you know, 5,000 would be my, you know, what I would recommend as the highest, but um, what, did that person have MS? Yep. Okay. So I know, uh, you know, several MS um, individuals who are like at around eight, 9,000. So the body, yep, I'm at eight. It's, yeah, it, the body tends to need more. Um, and again, you can take higher levels if you're getting blood testing and making sure it's not too high. But I do, um, I do know of one woman in particular that's be either eight or nine, and she feels great at that. So it it may be that your body needs more, you know. Um, I know that some people, their doctors recommend 50,000, and they wow. take that once a week, and then they take about five <laughs> every day. So the 50,000 is on the weekend. So I'm like, okay, well, as long as we're not having any adverse reactions and you're getting your blood test taken, then that's great. So, um, it, again, it's individualized. Sorry, just, yeah, I just have another quick question that just came in. Is a sup, when you're supplementing anything in your, you know, vitamin regimen, is it different to go liquid or press pills? Is there a difference that or you would prefer? And that's a great question. So what I do is I really scrutinize every supplement um, just because I had to do that for my son over 20-something years ago. And you would be surprised. So the answer would be you want the purest form. Now, lots of these liquid ones have sorbitol, they have fructose, sucrose. They have all these different flavors that they say they're natural, but we don't know where they come from when they say natural because they don't have to tell us. And then if we look at capsules or tablets, they could have dyes. They could have maltodextrin, which I don't know is from rice or corn. So I look for the purest ones. Homeopathic, I go with liquid because the... Um, pellets have lactose base, and I don't. I stay away from that. Um, for mm-hmm. for actual supplements, I go majority of them are capsules, and the capsules okay. have to have either no additional ingredients or you know just the capsule itself. So I lean towards that just because. The liquids have a lot of extra stuff in it. And then the liposomal, like you have the ones where these companies now say, oh, well, it's suspended in a yep. um, this lipid. But, I don't yeah. go for those at all because the lipid may actually be feeding the disease that we are trying to get rid of. And that's the research that we have seen. For instance, we see wow. it with parasites. We see it with viruses. We saw it with COVID. I did not, uh, I, I do not ever recommend those vitamins for that reason. Okay. Wow, wow. Nancy, you always you make my head spin with what you know right? and what you uncover and what you research. It's amazing. Um, but that brings me to, I mean, if, if if anyone wants to work more with Nancy because she's, she's helped me tremendously. I've had to get over different humps in, in, uh, along my wellness journey. And the body's always changing. So it, it's a constant 
um, discovery and it's a constant management and, and learning what's going on with your body and how to, how to best react to the changes. So you can, you know, either work with her one-on-one, uh, with a one-on-one consultation, and you used to do yearly, uh, by, by a couple times a year, workshops. Now you just have a membership program, and there are different levels, but it gives you uh, access to Nancy on a regular basis, sometimes in some cases one-on-one uh, little online meetings, uh, and just con- like the fl- the flow of information is ongoing, and it's just so beneficial. And it's I'll tell you, it's for the most part kept me off medications, and it's keeping me feeling, you know, in in an age where it's often challenging to feel good. Um, it, it's kept me on track, you know, working with her and getting her. In, you know, her information, which is based in integrity. It's not based on profit. It's not based on, uh, you know, some company she's tied to. It's based purely on her research and on her desire to get the truth out. Well, thank you. I, oh, I, there. I really, <laughs> thank you. I am very obsessed <laughs> with um, uncovering the truth to a point of delirium sometimes because I just, I I really like, for instance, when little kids go to get their shots, I don't understand why the pediatricians do not give the numbing cream. All the little kids that I work with, we do a pre and post vaccine. We we do like like how Dr. Sears changes the vaccine schedule. We we put it in a different order for depending upon the kids' test results and what they could handle, and and we space them out, and and that's great, right? So mm-hmm. the thing is, why should a kid feel that? pinch and then hate going to the doctor. So I would tell them, the mothers, go ask your pediatricians for this numbing cream. I don't care what they say. Just they, they could give it to you. So every kid that has gotten that numbing cream, they never feel anything. And, the, you know, the mom says, I don't understand why this is not a general practice. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, let's avoid little pain. Let's make it a positive, mm-hmm. not a negative. So that's where I'm like to the point of delirium because I really can't understand why. Um, but thank you so much for those kind words. It is my passion to help people, um, empower them to reach total wellness of mind and body because it's literally the thing that saved my son. I do the membership because these presentations I give to practitioners, I need to share this with everyone and that's what i do in the membership it had to be password protected i tried to do several of them where i mentioned about the liposomal vitamin c and i'm also i don't have any ties to these companies because they actually sell this stuff but i was like here's the research you know and some youtube then got censored taken down and that's why i had to do this membership but I did want to mention stinging nettle was another one that was great, and ginger, as well as um, the uh, butterbur and the uh, mulene and the quercetine. All of those are great. We were supposed to talk about detox for springtime. I actually put a blog on my website at nancyguberti.com because I didn't know if anyone would be taking notes. I just said, you know, let me put the highlights of the springtime detox and on my YouTube channel, I do have a video on histamines, so you could check that out and join the Facebook group or just get the book along with Stacy's book so you know how to cook and you read a page a day and mine and you go to hers and make some great food. Yeah, it is a good combination, I have to say. And her book is a page a day, and it's, it's body, mind, and spirit. It's no one particular topic. And... Um, I'm reading it for the second time because this is my second year. And it's so great to have reminders, you know. Some of it's not new information, but I I like the reminder and I need it, you know, because health is a very broad topic. And Nancy Nancy codifies it beautifully in, in her book, Healthy Living Every Day. Thank you. Uh, and I'm 20 bucks. That's 20 bucks you'll ever spend. <laughs> It's nice, too. Um, you know, you, you talk to Nancy and you go on her, her blogs and you read her books and stuff. 
you get jaded and cynical when you're like, you know, browsing health stuff because people will tell you, Oh, this is what works. This is work. And by the way, if you buy this and find 10 other people to join this, you know, you, you always find a scam behind every doorway. And the fact that you don't, you're not beholden to any companies. You are your product and your product is information. I think that's incredible. And it's, it's, it's nice to have somebody that you can trust on the other side of things. Someone's that looking out for, for you and not trying to sign you and 10 people up to join you. You know, it's, it, you get cynical. Oh yeah. And exactly. Mike, you, you raised a good point about um, ethics. I mean, Consider this. Nancy turned down being on Dr. Oz several years ago because she was not uh, in line with what he was trying to, you know, what, to propagate. And she cares more about the truth and her reputation than five minutes of fame on, wow. on some syndicated show. Yeah, so that says a lot about Nancy because, uh, I don't know, I think a lot of nutritionists, from what I saw, I don't watch that show anymore, but there was certainly a, a regular rotation of people who were very eager, you know, to to back up. You know, green tea is a miracle, and just drink a cup of green tea and all your problems are solved, you know. Nancy wouldn't do that. And um, that just says so much about her character and integrity, and she's totally in the corner of her clients and, and also of truth and she's very compassionate i mean don't be intimidated by how clean and she walks the walk she eats extremely clean and she's exemplary but she she knows not everyone is there and maybe maybe they never will be as fully there as she is but she doesn't doesn't judge at all she just wants you to be the best you can be for who you are and that includes you know weaknesses and perimeters like I'm, I'm never going to eat as clean as Nancy I think she knows that by now but that's not her goal her goal is to get me to the best level where I can function as me you know if she wants it to be livable well said yeah make me it. cry Stacey we're all here together it's the betterment of humanity, and to get there, we have to reach total wellness of mind and body. We have to be in it together. There are no, you know, there's no judgments. There's, you know, like, I just want the world to be a better place. And to get there, I think people have to feel their best. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Nancy, uh, we appreciate it. And NancyGaberti.com and, of course, the Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everywhere, she does all the research and, and brings it to you because it's overwhelming for a lay, for a lay person to kind of sift through that, and, and you deliver it in a great way. And every time we ask you something on this show, you come up with an answer somehow. And I and I'm starting to get suspicious. I feel like you might be like Hal Nine Thousand, like just a computer <laughs> that I'm talking to for the past ten years. <laughs> you got so much information. I don't know where you store it. I. I you know, I forget, you know, I, I move all my brain power out of the way for song lyrics so I can fa- uh, forget basic, you know, human functions. But you have so much <laughs> information up there and you're able to access it and, and deliver it in a way that's accessible to people. And that's amazing. You're changing the world. You're changing lives. And the tag team of you and Stacy should start a show. You guys need to take your act on the road because you guys have a great conversation. And sometimes I forget I'm doing a show when I'm talking to you guys because I just become – the audience and I just sit back and lose myself and think, Oh, I got to wrap things up now. Like I just did right now. I just got a 90 <laughs> seconds left in the show and I had no clue where at the end. So I appreciate you guys coming no, on and, and doing this for us. Well, thank you all. Thank you, Stacy. Thank yeah, you. Crystal. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. Thank so you. So great to be with you again. And um, you. yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll catch up again in the summer for, for some summertime wisdom. Absolutely. Sooner than later, it's, see, I can't believe yeah. these shows always creep up on me, and, I, and it's and it's almost like it's the passage of time looking over my shoulder whenever I see you guys pop up because I'm like, weren't they on like two weeks ago? It's crazy how time uh-huh. flies. <laughs> so we appreciate you guys coming on, and, and of course, StacyMorris.com. Summertime's coming up. There's all kinds of amazing recipes in there, and I I got to uh, 
I got a confession. I'm I'm a New England guy, and I had a bowl of clam chowder the other day, and it had everything I'm not supposed to be in it, but I haven't found a bowl of clam chowder in North Carolina in a long time. So, Stacy, if it's not in there, <laughs> you and Chef Bill got to get working on a clam chowder recipe for me so I don't have to ruin my diet by getting one of the, oh, <laughs> at the restaurant. We've got... <laughs> We've got a couple. There's there, there's one on my website and one in Clean Comfort. But oh, um, okay. if you can't oh. find it, let me know. I'll shoot I'll shoot you the recipe. But I know there's one on StacyMorris.com. I wasn't looking for it until I went to the restaurant the other day, and now it's all I want. So I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to check ah, it out. I understand so. that craving fully. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much, and uh, thank you, Stacy. Thank you, Nancy. Nancy Crystal. Uh, I don't know if uh, you need to be thought out for next week, but I'll let you know uh, and set you to the frost uh, probably on Tuesday, and I'll hopefully have you by Wednesday. But thank you guys so much. Another awesome episode, DDP Radio Live, right here at ddpradio.com. I'll talk to you, Stacy, and you, Nancy, probably sooner than later. Crystal, I'll see you guys next week. Until next time, thank you guys so much. We'll see you later. That's it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Paige. Oh, Diamond Cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond wow. Cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work and, most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.